Oh, you crazy. You want to be crazy? No, I'll tell you crazy. Listen, I don't know about these other guys, but we are like a superhero. No? We're like, da, 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 da. we're not crazy. Everybody knows you never go full retard. Muhammad is the most commonly used name on earth. We had a fucking book for one. Did you get that memo? Yeah, I got the memo. Picasso is dead. Walt Disney is dead. I'm dead. Steve Jobs is dead. I'm not superstitious, but I am a little stitious. Welcome to the Mentally Gone Podcast. And we are back again after over a month of absence from the podcasting realm. And abstinence. And abstinence. Because of the new ruling of the Supreme Court. Yeah, fuck the government, man. Fuck the government. No, honestly, like that's that's a huge step backwards. First of all, isn't it crazy how we live in a reality right animation in a reality where the government dictates what you put in your body and what you take out of your body think about that the government dictates that the government dictates a life a lifelong choice that you need to be prepared for right. and and what's what's happening physically to your uterus when you carry a child in your womb and then give birth and go through labor it's like i don't want anyone touching my uterus dude what i don't understand is like if you don't like i really do agree with the the phrase like if you don't have a uterus you shouldn't be making laws about them mm-hmm. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> no, no, but but yeah seriously though one thing i did want to share really quick yeah um because this is important, right? Like this, this, like all jokes aside, it's like it is a pretty, no, for sure, crazy detrimental, step like step in society, right? Backwards, step just, backwards, and and it's just the beginning, I think, because I do think that they will address the other. Um, uh, now I forget the the names of them, but it's like same sex marriage. Uh, privacy mm. in the bedroom and um, contraception. Right. Like all of those. So that's pretty. And I don't know if you saw, but there are many trends now on TikTok of people who live in the states where abortion is still legal and they're offering through like coded messages um, basically refuge for the, for women who are in dire need of of abortion. Mm. so one that i saw was a lady i forget where she's from maybe michigan or kansas but it's like a farmland area and she was using code so she said like uh, to any women out there who want to come check out my cows in air quotes um and also rest after seeing my cows air quotes uh don't hesitate to like reach out Mm. so it's so it's basically like offering them that solution that the government is kind of like keeping from them i think crazy i think um who was it i think it was governor murphy that said that anyone who's not a resident of new jersey can come to new jersey because yeah we will like basically all of the abortion clinics are already preparing for and have been preparing before the ruling to accommodate accommodate people who are going to come now which uh, it'll probably be like overflowing but they're ready to like they've been you know already in action to like um accommodate Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Anyway, so this this woman posted on her Instagram, and it's a pic like it's a it's like two pictures of her child in her womb, right? It's like mm-hmm. sonogram pictures. I think one of them is even like a three D one. Do you want to see real quick? Sure. So then, okay. So wait. So there's this one. You see it? Yeah. And then there's this one here. See that? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to read the caption, just trigger warning. It's like very descriptive to an extent. And she goes, I wasn't going to post about this, but it's so important that people see other perspectives, especially from someone they know. I'm currently 25 weeks pregnant with a baby girl. She is incompatible with life. I found out at 23 weeks that she wasn't going to make it. I knew what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to terminate My baby is suffering inside of me, having seizures multiple times a day. I feel every single one. I knew I didn't want her to suffer any longer. I let my doctor know of my choice, and he said he would schedule an induction for me. Well, Friday came along, and the overturn of Roe v. Wade happened. I thought I I would be okay. I thought the law wouldn't go into effect for a while. Sadly, that's not the case. I now have no choice. My doctor called me today and told me I have to remain pregnant until this baby dies inside of me or dies when she's born. What kind of sick country do we live in where we force a mom to feel her baby suffer every single day until her baby dies? It's not fair. I never thought this would happen. Now I'm completely lost and torn and confused. And then she just says, like, if you're celebrating the overturn of Roe v. Wade, then F off, like, middle finger. I hope you never have to go through this. This is not a a time to be happy. We should all be grieving the loss of women's rights. Wow. So, yeah. Just always make sure to, like, keep the microphone in front of your mouth when you're talking. Oh, sorry. But but anyway, so. um, Yeah, that's pretty graphic. And that's pretty crazy. So, essentially, she knows that her baby won't make it, right? Yeah. And the and the doctor confirmed that, so the, so that's her reality, right? And the baby is actively having seizures, suffering, like, right? Yeah, and she can't end the suffering. And and what's what's crazy is like people will say, oh, like she could go to another state and and get the abortion done, right? But, but it's that's like inconvenience. It's like yeah, and and it's something that you have to schedule, which she obviously had it scheduled, you know, before it went into effect. Which in some states it was like. They had trigger laws in place where it was like as soon as Roe v. Wade was ever overturned, then those laws would automatically go into like start, you know, being active. Right. Coming into coming to effect. So there's actually what's crazy. And I saw this in I think it's like 11 or 13 states. Even if you're raped, you you can be prohibited from having an abortion in that state. Wow. Even if if it's an incestual thing, like if it was like an no incestual incestual <laughs> instance uh in, instance or or you were sexually assaulted, like no matter what, you have to give birth. Well, well that those laws were obviously placed before Roe v. Wade, but now that it's overturned, they they can go in like into effect now. So Yeah. For for women who are sexually assaulted in those states, like they won't be able even then to like get an abortion. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think that everything that's happening now. I don't want to say that there's an ulterior motive behind it, but also what's the reasoning behind it? Like, do you know why they're they're doing all this all of a sudden? Like, what's the reasoning? (laughs) 
is it like a religious phenomenon where churches are you know gathering and and standing up for the right of newborns or whatever it is you you know what's weird is i think lines between church and state are being intertwined trying like are becoming blurred to an extent because listen to this there was an inc like there was an incident where a coach a football coach of a high school or something he knelt down and started praying and then the crowd reacted by also praying mm. even though he was like doing it by himself like praying on the field or something like kneeling down yeah and then the crowd all like most of the crowd followed mm -hmm. and obviously there's laws and in effect where like schools aren't allowed to to pray for, yeah like force prayer or whatever force religion but apparently the i i don't i don't know if it was the supreme court too but they they <laughs> sided with the coach because he was like in trial for this oh he was sued i think so and and then he basically like everything was fine because they were like oh like he 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 didn't like he didn't Force lead the people, prayer, yeah. right? He didn't like lead the prayer to other get people other did people it for their own, right? Like, they they felt inclined to do right. it, right? Yeah. So, like, it's I don't know, like maybe the lines are becoming blurred, and also the reason Roe v. Wade was overturned was because three of the representatives in the Supreme Court are Trump advisors, or were Trump uh, were part of Trump's administration rather. So you so, think it's entirely political where they're just fighting just 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 to take a stance that's controversial right. and maybe shed more light on their political views and political Right, because stance. Biden is in office and not right. Trump. And then, you know, like there was that whole conflict and it's like. See, like that to me is the biggest problem with politics in general. And it's especially the United States form of politics of politics where it's like bipartisanism where you have either zero or a hundred, you're either Republican mm. or Democrat, like there's no in between. And so the, the players of this political game will use these um, laws, for example, and these detrimental, I, th um, I guess, detrimental acts, like, like basically using abortion for their own political gain mm -hmm. and using it as a, like as a pawn for them to kind of maneuver through everything, which is just horrible. It's crazy. It's just selfish, I think. I don't know. And and it's interesting you say that because people are upset because there is a way to make abortion being like legal as a federal law that can't be changed. Which is what France is doing. Right. So, so you know, like... In this case, you can't just blame like the Republican Party because it's like for all these years, Democrats and Republicans alike, they had a chance to, you know, turn to this make into it concrete. Right. And yeah. not just like a, a freaking thing that could be changed. That, right. Depending on votes. Yeah. It's part of the Constitution, right? Like it, like it was part of the Constitution and that's like things that are part of the Constitution can be overturned but not federal laws because I don't really know how that works. I think it's the other way. I think that federal laws can be overturned but the Constitution can be amended. So you can add to the Constitution but I don't think you can take from it. I think it's like a sacred thing mm. that w with the exception I think to like I don't know if if there were slave constitutional rights, 
like like slave related constitutional rights like oh like uh a man is you know what i'm saying yeah yeah and then that was removed probably i don't know actually i'm not well versed i'm not well versed in politics so whoever's listening but yeah i'm just so so we're just here to give our opinions you know about like abortion but about everything that's happening but what you said like i do think that it's all like a chess game you know like it's they always keep these they it's always like back and forth right because they they just legalized same-sex marriage during obama's term right i think yeah again like i don't know the logistics of it i think it was Yeah. and then now it's like it's already being right in question and people are already like confused about what they'll when they'll be able to marry their partner in certain states because it's it's this like back and forth tennis match between two parties it's super weird. What's it called again? The the um the abortion thing? Like what's the name? Oh, Roe v. Wade. Roe v. Wade? Yeah. Okay. So it was Roe versus Wade. Roe v. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And that's and I think I quickly read on that and I'm not even going to like comment on it, but I think it was like a case where this woman was um raped or something and then she fought against this guy who was of like significant power, I think, in the government and mm. then she ended up winning and then that's where abortion started becoming quote-unquote acceptable in the united states i uh, like it roe v wade shamefully i don't know like that's uh, i feel so (laughs) like this is off topic but i feel so like ignorant sometimes i feel out of touch especially when it's like politics but at the same time i don't feel like fomo i don't feel the fear of missing out. i I feel actually good you know of just not being so entrenched and immersed in politics because i know people who all they talk about is politics and i can't be that person and i don't see value in that no i don't of just being like uni like unilateral and just hyper focused on this one topic yeah i i think i'm the same way i've always like i've always like distanced myself from those conversations which obviously in like some people's cases it's very important to know about politics yeah because it affects those people around you especially in this case right but then that's that's where i have like privilege but then again like this is something that's detrimental now like with women's rights so then it's like you know yeah i should be well versed in these types of things and i know that but i have this crazy conspiracy theory about the abortion roe v wade situation i think that the government or whoever is controlling everything behind the scenes has an ulterior motive to relinquish the population from the urge to procreate in an attempt to render the entire population genderless and this is why i think that i think that and wait, I'm trying to remember everything that I read. So Gen Zers are now vowing to not have intercourse because of the whole abortion thing, right? So you can't abort a child. And so the risk of having unwanted pregnancies and having to raise a child and the expense that comes with it is now ever so more prevalent, right? And so Gen Zers are taking a vow of, of permanent abstinence. And I think that that will eventually lead us to becoming this population that is just uh, sh- stripped of any drive when it pertains to intercourse. Mm. And if you analyze the um, images that we have, so 
if you analyze the images that we have of of aliens, right, the typical grays, they're usually genderless and they don't have either a male sexual reproductive organ or, or, or a female sexual reproductive organ. And so what if that's just a version of ourselves from the future? And we're slowly now getting to this point where the idea of having intercourse with each other becomes kind of like, oh, like, should we do it because there's too much risk to it? So maybe it's best if we don't because we don't have a backup plan anymore. And so maybe we should just relinquish it altogether. Mm. And then maybe that's a way for us to really advance as a society when you eliminate that primal behavior that has been ruling us for ever since we were cave people, like ever since we came, like ever since we came into existence. Mm. So maybe this is like a pivotal moment for the Illuminati or the deep state to kind of just press the button. And also where we are entering the one world order. Joe Biden confirmed that. And so we don't know what the one world order consists of, the new world order. So what if that's part of the plan? That's actually, no, like that's actually insane. Does that make sense? Because the the more I'm thinking about it, right, like even in schools, they preach, like when they do sex education, it's like they just preach about abstinence. Yeah. It's like instead of teaching you like safe sex or whatever, it's like, no, STDs or STDs and pregnancy. It's like they're, it's like almost like they've been priming us. Yes. Instilling like a fear so that just like you said, yeah. I, eventually we just get to a point where we're so like nulled and numb to and we don't need sexual it, right? desire right yeah. Yeah. and and a lot of people don't even have sex to reproduce so think about that it's the like incels right too, there there are incels who are are basically like nerds who can't have sex mm. and they claim that they don't have sex because they don't want to it's like people who are just like nerds oh like that's you know? like well, that's like asexual people, too. Yeah, people who would rather jerk. Well, asexual are people who don't even masturbate, I don't think. They so, don't have sexual desire, yeah. like inclination. So incels, like they'd rather just masturbate to anime and hentai or whatever the fuck. And then versus taking on that challenge of <laughs> no actually way. finding a mate and actually socializing and going outside that's for insane. once. That's insane. I don't yeah. think I've ever heard of that. Incels, yeah. <laughs> incest so if you're an incel and you're and you're watching or listening to this comment below yeah let me know let us know yeah. <laughs> let me know i'm trying to see you <laughs> i'm trying to see something it's oh, too funny yeah and speaking of the new world order that you mentioned um i actually found a crazy joe biden conspiracy theory mm -hmm. and this conspiracy theory about joe biden states that there are two completely different joe bidens which is the joe biden that we see in office and there is a Joe Biden who actually existed that is now dead. And if you look closely, there's multiple uh, like differences in appearance between Joe Biden in the earlier years, like 2012 and like 2008 versus the present Joe Biden that we see in office. And one of the significant changes that like people pointed out was him going from a detached earlobe to an attached earlobe on his left or right, I don't know which side it was. I think it's his left side. But then another thing is that the structure of his face is like entirely different. Like it doesn't look like the same man at all. The nose shape is different. The eye shape is different. And one thing that people pointed out was that Joe Biden back then had a harsher, stern look to his face. And it seems like the Joe Biden we see in office has like this gentle, like, 
um, empathetic and like sympathetic look to his face. And I think that, and this is just my personal belief, I think that that might have been on purpose so that people can feel more genuine, like feel as if their president is more genuine and kind mm. versus this Joe Biden that existed before who has like the stern face. Mm. Like it's very prominently different. Like he he looks more chiseled. He looks more like angry, more, you know, and now and now it just seems like his face structure is how do I explain it? It just seems softer and not because of age, because just like I said, obviously, there's differences in different um, features on his face, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyways, to my point of. Uh, one thing people pointed out is that Joe Biden might actually be being played by an actor named Arthur Roberts. And then if you Google him and you search him up, like he actually looks somewhat like our president. If he had like prosthetics on, like he can pass for Joe Biden, which is crazy. So he's an actual person? Yeah. And he, wow. like he's an actual actor and it, and it looks like him. And one thing also is that when joe biden had a broken ankle or a broken foot or something there's a picture of him putting all of his weight on that foot as if he had like forgotten his script that day or something wow yeah it's pretty crazy but anyways just interesting (coughs) to think about sorry (coughs) you need some water (coughs) so what's next on our agenda Besides our president being fake. Sorry, wait. I'll just cut all this part out. All right. Wait. I just have like one thing to contribute. Find it, find it, find it. Also, I'm sorry that I like messed up. Because I know I kind of threw it off. No, no, no. It's fine. It's okay. Take it. And I'll put it together and it'll do fine. I just want to add like a little something on top of it so that it's more like conspiracy worthy, you know, like it's already conspiracy worthy. But I don't think honestly, I don't think that the that the like, oh, because to fool the population, a more gentle face. Like, I think you should take it to the next level. It's like talk about like clones, talk about being a robot. Um, What's the name of that? What's the name of that Netflix show? About conspiracies? Fuck. Hold on. <clears throat> oh, my throat. Yeah, this podcast, but it's the first one back because it's going to be all chopped up. It might sound weird, though, but it's fine. Netflix. But I think, like, after this Joe Biden thing, we should just, like, get on our roll, and that's it. Yeah. <clears throat> it's called Inside Job. Right. Oh, Inside Job, right. Yeah. One, two, three. And it's crazy you say that because a recent video has been circulating of Joe Biden falling on a bicycle. So so he stops to kind of like interact with someone that had his phone out and wanted to say hi or whatever. And he falls and people were analyzing the body of the person and claiming it to be a deep fake Mm. and that they just plastered Joe Biden's face. And that... And that they just plastered Joe Biden's face onto a cyclist or an actor and then just pretended it to be Joe Biden. And now that video is circulating throughout the Internet. And it's interesting because Queen Elizabeth has also been caught 
pretending to be herself on camera for the public, meaning she wasn't actually there present filming or recording a certain speech or or one of those typical videos that I guess she often does where it's just her sitting somewhere and just speaking to the camera. There were um, recent videos where they proved that it wasn't her at all and that it was just like a deep fake that they made speak and like look like her. Mm. And in a Netflix TV uh and in a Netflix TV series called Inside Job, it's all about conspiracy theories, right? And and one of the first conspiracy theories in the first episode is actually about the U.S. president being a robot. And so it's interesting you mentioned the whole Joe Biden thing because what if Joe Biden, the person in office right now, is actually a robot that's been designed to kind of destabilize Democrats or how they're viewed and maybe even like serve as a distraction as a show while the people who actually control the world and actually control the government are busy working on the new world order. So what if Trump and then Biden and then and then basically these clowns are being put there just as like a just as a distraction mm. just to keep the 24 hour news cycle moving constantly, you know? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. That would explain <laughs> Joe Biden being incoherent. <laughs> in, incoherent. He's completely um, senile. Mm-hmm. I've seen other videos where, just like you said, like he forgets his script. And then you see Secret Service kind of like pointing <laughs> towards where he has to go. And he just walks right past them yeah, as if he's lost. That's... And he's just in complete like la-la land. You know, like he doesn't, like his marbles aren't there. Yeah, dementia for sure. He's lost his marbles for sure. And he's in control, quote unquote, of the most powerful country on the planet. Mm. And so in my vi- way of viewing it, it's like he's not in control. You know, he's just a puppet. <clears throat> I feel like that's a lot of presidents, right? Like I feel like every president is a yeah, puppet. Yeah, every president is a puppet. Some are better at convincing the the public and and convincing the population that they're not puppets. Mhm. But all of them are puppets. Yeah. Who's puppeteering? I think the deep state, I think whoever's really in charge, you know, people who go to the build a bear or is it build a bear? Build a bear workshop. Build a bear workshop. The people who build bears there, like they're controlling the world. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was gonna mention the name of the group of billionaires that you know, like all like all the conspiracy theorists out there know exactly what I'm talking about. I just forgot the name. But it's basically a meeting that happens every year where the most powerful businessmen and businesswomen gather together to discuss the future of the world. Mm. And this happens and it's publicly known and everybody knows about it. And in another um, <clears throat> TV series on, on Netflix, I don't know what's going on with my voice. <clears throat> another TV series on Netflix also touches on that event. And then they like made it seem like it, a secret orgies happen in there. 
and that like all these high profile people kind of jeopardize each other and film each other being in like jeopardized positions so that they have leverage and that oh. that's the game that they play you know because once you get to a certain level of power and you're a billionaire money isn't like you can't be controlled by money mm-hmm. so what are you going to be controlled by you're going to be controlled by being compromised compromised and jeopardized right so how do you compromise someone of power you put them in a position in a vulnerable position Mm. that that would completely destabilize them in the eyes of the public and so there are conspiracy theories revolving around these um yearly events where the most popular people come together to discuss the future of the world you know like powerful businessmen and businesswomen where they just have these crazy orgies and just go crazy and wild and then film each other and then they have leverage over each other because of that Mm. so i believe in that that's a really crazy i feel (coughs) like i hold on can i search something really quick but it it was something similar to what you're saying about uh, about people who film themselves like doing confessionals about like i guess like dark secrets or like almost like they were joining some sort of cult but i can't remember the name of this like organized group Mm -hmm. and then those confessional tapes were like held over their heads for the rest of their lives right and i think it was like people in the industry like actors and whatnot like stuff like that that happened in an episode of black mirror where the kid was masturbating in front yes, of his computer exactly and then they filmed him and then and then they like instructed him on like what to do right otherwise they would release that footage there's something similar like there's yeah. an actual name but now i don't remember like what it was but i think that that's the true game of power that these powerful people play because mm. there's no money that, yeah that can like control them you know and people try to do that with jeff bezos right like they with tried his, yeah. yeah and then he was like all right like leak it yeah, to the public proud. just yeah. proud just yeah handle <laughs> handle on right? the right i mean it's like his reputation wasn't ruined per se you know yeah 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 well yeah it's like kim kardashian too you know like people mention it but it's not like it's almost as if it's like I think that that's an interesting uh, viewpoint because I feel like people still hold it over her head. Yeah, that is true. Where she she even has to kind of make joke and like make light out of it occasionally. And she'll even crack jokes about herself as a way to like cope with it and kind of accept the fact that the public and the culture is not letting that go. Mm-hmm. So she'll like make um, self-deprecating jokes of like, oh, like I not only am known for putting out a sex tape but i also founded this and this and i'm also a lawyer she it's like little jokes like that she's also done that i like i think in the like in keeping up with the kardashians or like in interviews and stuff where she's like and thanks thanks to me this family is famous you know yeah yeah, like you guys can thank me for making us you know the kardashians that we are Mm -hmm. which is like super funny it's like thanks to her sex tape like they're making billions and millions and trillions of dollars. Yeah, it's pretty wild how uh, they created an empire. And they're very resourceful, especially um, Kris Jenner. Like, she's very resourceful. Oh, yeah. she's Where she just uses whatever she has she's to the, cook with, you know? The momager, for sure. Yeah. She's, like, behind the scenes of everything that's going on. Everything. Did you notice, like, I don't like to speak about celebrity stuff too much, but she, Kim Kardashian's lost a lot of weight. Mm. And the Kardashians seem to actually be removing 
their butt injections mm. or like keeping some of it but not as not nearly as much as they had before here's another conspiracy theory go ahead so there's this crazy conspiracy theory about rob kardashian the only brother amongst the kardashian family and the jenner family being used as a source of fat for their butt implants mm. So there's a reason why he's been gradually losing weight and the Kardashians have been gradually enhancing their butts. Yeah. So their butts keep getting bigger and Rob Kardashian keeps getting slimmer. And there's a reason why. So it's directly proportionate, you know, like one. Well, it's inversely proportionate, actually. So as as long as he like gets slimmer, for example, and then you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I just found that a funny conspiracy theory because it makes sense. And and it's like coincidental. It's like, oh, like what a coincidence. Yeah. You're losing weight all of a sudden. And then Kim K's butt is just getting fatter and fatter in the most disgusting way possible because it looks like a human diaper. And it's like and it was like a win win, I guess, because people were like publicizing his weight loss like at the time as like yeah. being so like monumental. And then, you know them growing their asses obviously created the trend of like being slim thick or like being curvy big bottomed you know whatever right so i think that we have to thank for the <laughs> kardashian empire rob kardashian is it rob kardashian yeah, his name rob yeah rob. i think so so his i think we, after the dad or something. so i think we have rob kardashian to thank for the kardashian empire because if it wasn't for all the fat that he's been donating for to their asses they wouldn't be able to create these empires so kylie jenner wouldn't be a billionaire if it wasn't for her ass and kim kardashian wouldn't be a lawyer if it wasn't for her ass damn i said what i said that's crazy i'm kidding but not really but but to my point, I find this so strange that now they're losing weight. Like she's really skinny. Like mm. people said she looks like she needs to eat. And she like posted it like with pictures with Pete Davidson, like on their vacation. And people were like, damn, like she and she was on the cover of like a Sports Illustrated or something. And she just looks super slim, like slim all around, like very skinny, like she's yeah. starving herself. And. And then same thing with like Kylie, I think, or like with Chloe. Chloe's the Chloe's the blonde one, right? Chloe's the daughter yeah. of OJ <laughs> Simpson. Simpson. Yeah. Yeah. So Chloe, even her, she's like been losing her butt too, which is so weird. Like they're, I think it's interesting how body trends work, where all it takes is like one iconic figure to like turn to like shift the. The standards, the whole culture. right? The yeah. standards of what society deems as like attractive, just like Marilyn Monroe did during her time. And then after that, like I think it was the the fifties or sixties where women who were shaped like rectangles were considered deemed, the icon. Uh, yeah, the standard of beauty. No boobs, like no butt, like just being flat was like a standard of beauty at one point. Yeah, being called a fat ass. And the negative connotation that that it, that it still retains today, it's like, oh, you're such a fucking fat ass, yeah. was actually because it was a derogatory uh, way of kind of of fat shaming women back then. So if women had a fat ass, it it like it was considered a bad thing, mm. and that's why the Britney Spears frame kind of like of like small butt, small you know what yeah, I'm saying, like kind of like a rectangle butt. Uh, yeah rectangle was considered the standard of beauty and mm. was considered hot and then like models skinny models were like in you know 
So that was so that connotation of like fat ass it's was like was stop being a fat ass. Damn. Yeah, like you're disgusting. Oh my god, you know. And it's now it's and and to my point, like just to wrap it up, it's so interesting because I see a lot more girls who are very skinny now. Like again, yeah. and it's super strange to me. Back like there's the fitness girls, obviously, and then like the thick girls still, but like. It's it really is becoming a trend again to have like a thigh gap and to be like very slim, which is just like alarming just how quickly it shifts. But all I can say is just embrace what you got. Do not let it influence you into freaking starving yourself. Yeah. Like eat that cheeseburger. <laughs> and just to close off before we um, hit the hit the voicemails. Um Speaking of like influencing trends and to, and just one person being enough to kind of like shift the whole paradigm and the whole culture, those SpongeBob boots that Kanye West was was yeah Balenciaga wearing yeah the Balenciaga SpongeBob boots that became a meme and that he wore to like make peace with Drake and stuff. He wore those and at the time of wearing them, he was vastly ridiculed and kind of like shamed for like people were like, what the fuck is going on with Kanye? You know, like first his like weird Yeezys and now this like Balenciaga collab boots that he doesn't take off. And people were even saying like he probably wears them to shower. He, he <laughs> to probably sleep. wears them to sleep. <laughs> so uh, now if you search up on high end websites for like winter boots almost all of the designs are inspired by the boots that Kanye West wore. Mm. So they're all the same length up to the same height and the same format and the same frame. The squeaky boots. Squeaky boots, yeah. So like one thing that becomes kind of like polarizing then becomes trending. And it's always the case. It's like what polarizes, if it survives long enough, ultimately becomes a trendsetter. Mm. So you have to polarize. So like polarizing is a prerequisite for trend setting you have to divide the population with some people saying like oh that's pretty fire with others being like what the fuck is that mm. it's like love and hate it's like always going against the grain right and you have to do that in order to set trends that's pretty interesting with that's that being crazy. said do you have anything else to say i think that's it let's right. get to the voicemails so we'll do just um 20 minutes of voicemails real quick or just try to cover a few um we are going to go in order because i lost track of like where we stopped at so we'll just do like most recents and try to go and dig our way back down until we feel like we've repeated a few. We got two voicemails today. Today is June 29th, Wednesday. Um, two voicemails recently this afternoon. So let's hit those real quick. Ready? Yes. Let's go. What if aliens? I guess an evolved version of us. Huh? Think about it. Like, oh, so what if aliens are just a small version of us? Think about it, right? Mm-hmm. And if right now, they would think we look super evolved. They would think we're like aliens. We're aliens in the end So what if that goes the same way? But for us and aliens. Okay. What if aliens are just an evolved version of humans? We look at aliens. They're super evolved. They have super high tech. You know? Yeah. So, what if humans 
I mean, Aliens is a pair of bald versions of humans. Let me know what you think. What if aliens are the evolved version of humans? Yeah. So basically this person, um, so basically this person is suggesting this conspiracy theory that what if aliens are actually an evolved form of humans, just like humans are viewed potentially as aliens to our ancestral Neanderthal. Mm. So if the Neanderthals were existing right now or we could time travel, they would view us as aliens. Right. Face structure, body type, format, frame, technology. So what if the difference in time from Neanderthals to us current humans is the same distance of time from us humans to, to aliens. aliens to the uh, traditional grays but time is exponentially more significant and more potent let's say from us to aliens because we have to factor in techno technological advancements mm. you get what i'm saying so with the industrial revolution time now moves at a much quicker speed when it comes to technology because it's growing on this exponential curve versus a traditional straight line way of traveling. Like linear. Linearly, right. yeah. It's like exponential. Mm. So it would make sense, you know? I mean, I always thought that that could be possible, that aliens are, possible. are evolved forms of us mm -hmm. and they just exist in like a different dimension and a different time in the universe in a different place, you know? And that ties into uh, my earlier conspiracy theory about the the whole abortion thing. It's mm. like steadily trying to like make us become that. Yeah. Or, huh. So do you think that like obviously not us because we won't reach in our lifetime. But do you think that it'll be like a gradual thing? Just like the earlier homo, what were they called versus us now? I think it's exponential. So you think... I think that it'll go from... Like a process, like gradually. I think, and I just came up with this in my head. I think that... All right. So here's a... All right. So there's this conspiracy theory, right? That I just came up with right now on the spot, by the way. What if the gradual implementation of humans with technology, right? The meshing of these two entities, humans and technology... The gradual, I guess, um, uh, integration, right? The gradual integration of humans with technology will lead to a future where humans are more and more reliant on technology. And so it'll get to a point where it's like Ready Player One. It's like everything you feel, like you'll have heptic feedback suits, you'll have sensory suits where you feel everything in this virtual reality. And so you can even have intercourse and you can fall in love and you can build a happy life quote unquote or the illusion of one while all being inside of this like meta universe right mm. and so if it gets to that point then that means that the real physical human body won't have as much use because it's kind of being put aside right so your priority is your virtual life and not your physical body so what will happen to the physical body to your sexual organs they will kind of over time cease to be important mm -hmm. and then eventually will grow and evolve into these um humans that closely resemble alien 
beings, the typical al like gray aliens. They don't have anything down there. They're often depicted as asexual, genderless, mm -hmm. gender fluid. Mm. And maybe that's what happens. And then maybe all of that like ultra stimulation also enhances our brain size maybe because we're constantly being stimulated. So our brain has to evolve in order to handle all of that sensory input overload. So would you say that then like the brain stops func like stops its functions in terms of like what would our interior organs and stuff look like if we become aliens see i think that that's where it gets really tricky i think that what if that's the ultimate plan is to trick your entire body into thinking that it's satiated so what if they can create the illusion of, and and the feeling of you eating a hamburger mm. in a virtual world instead of actually ingesting food so what if they figure out that science where, oh, okay, like you don't even have to rely on physical food anymore. Mm -hmm. And so if this stimuli, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. But I think that the whole body will just like operate normally, except it'll be tricked into thinking that the things that it's doing right now is enough and is actually happening in real life when it's not. I could see it being like another evolution Yeah. where it's like, there will be different forms of us slowly losing those like characteristics. Yeah. And then it'll even get to a point where the brain is like functioning so like, so how do I explain it? So what's the word? Automatically? Like, not automatically, but like so like. Powerfully? Right. That, Potently? That it, it doesn't even need to focus on like hair growth for example, and then that's right. why like aliens don't even have hair, you know, yes. it's like it's just so in tune with like this, this like transcending, you know, and there's no of... <laughs> sunlight because you don't have to go outside anymore. Yeah. And so your skin becomes pale and gray. That's crazy. You ha have no need for melatonin. Race will cease to exist because in this virtual world, you can be any race, gender, color, anything you want. And you create like different personalities. And so it's like boundless, you know. And so people begin right. experiencing um, life through other people's lenses that they maybe couldn't experience. And what if this is an opportunity, virtual reality is an opportunity for um, empathy and sympathy at scale. Mm. Because then you'll be able to kind of like feel and experience what it is like living as a person of white skin. Or as a person of black skin or as a like an Asian person or list goes on. Mm -hmm. So it's just like select and just do whatever you want. It's pretty crazy to think about like the pros and cons, obviously. I could see that being like a thing in the future, you know? Yeah. I feel like right now the way that metaverse and whatnot is being used is just like reflective of what reality is. Yeah. If not heightened and worse. Yeah. Because people are just cruel online hide behind screens and avatars and it's just insane all right so we'll keep it short on this episode um just because it's our first episode back and we're still both kind of rusty yeah i'm rusty for sure we're we're both rusty um so yeah so apologies and apologies in advance for any inconvenience or any inconsistencies with this episode um we are slowly going to hopefully grow back into doing it more consistently, get the hang of it, so to speak. And um, we'll do minimally one episode per week, right? Yes. Right, yeah. So <laughs> she has the one eye over there. <laughs> Animation. Um, 
So <laughs> minimally one episode per week, ideally two episodes. Maybe some weeks we'll do like two episodes. Maybe we'll dedicate an entire day just for voicemail reactions and just talking about voicemails. Because just like this voicemail, it ignited a conversation, a thought that led to a conspiracy theory and that led to new perspectives, maybe. Mm-hmm. So I think that the voicemails in in of themselves kind of render that um, possibility of having its own show. Uh, don't forget to give us a call. Let me just get the contact information real quick so you guys can give us a call and leave your own voicemail. The clearer the voicemail, the better. <laughs> Um, a lot of these get kind of difficult to understand and grasp exactly what you guys are saying. So if you could speak as clearly as possible, maybe use one of those like Apple headphones if you're on an Apple device or maybe get some like um, earphones or something along those lines just to make it a little bit more crispier. That would be greatly appreciated because then people listening can also understand it better. And follow along. Follow along, yeah. Um you guys can call us at 201-890-2907. That's 201-890-2907. And you can call us and leave a voicemail, leave a story, a conspiracy theory, an idea, some feedback, or just call us to say what's up and to show us some love, you know? And we'll greatly appreciate that. And we'll shout you out. Don't forget to leave your name also at the beginning of the voicemail. Yeah, I don't so think the last person left a name. No, they didn't. Yeah, so don't forget to leave a name, even if it's just a first name, so that when you're watching this episode, you're like, oh, crap, like, that's me. You mm-hmm. know? Um, all right, so with all of that being said, uh, do all of those things, too, of, like, um, liking, subscribing, sharing with a friend. You guys know how the algorithm works. Open if you your guys, third eye. Yeah, if you guys enjoy this show and <laughs> you guys want to show some support, if you guys enjoyed the TikTok conspiracies, it would mean the world to both of us if you show some support and and just share this with your friends, you know, if they enjoy conspiracies and like different perspectives and appreciate all the support on TikTok. We're almost at 900K, which is wild. It's crazy. Like we're so close to 1 million. It's wild to think about. Hopefully we'll be able to say that about this podcast one day about like, oh, like we're close to a million on YouTube. Like that'd be wild too. to a wild thing to say. And maybe I'll be replaying this exact exact clip clip a few years from now. And both of us are just at a completely different point in our lives where we're just like reflecting and creating like a compilation, a a celebratory compilation. And maybe I'll, you know, who knows? But for now, this was episode, I don't even know what number this episode was. 20, 29. I don't know. I don't know what it is either. This was episode. 25. Uh, Watch me be right. Twenty. Uh, freak! I keep pl- playing the videos. Is wrong. it twenty nine? Um. This was episode twenty two. Twenty two. Yeah, twenty two. Jump Street. I'm twenty two. All right. So peace out, guys. Thanks That's again. It. Yeah, never wrong to be mentally gone. And just for <laughs> anyone wondering, my name is Cali Lacerda. I'm Gabriella Lopes. And this is Mentally Gone Podcast. Bye. Goodbye. Peace to the world.